Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which should stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we will analyze the hype, the history, and the aftermath of shows that ran on... What are we doing? With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan. I don't have a quote yet, because we haven't watched this yet. What is happening? What are you... Like, Noah little... Noah will not tell me what we're doing. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. Uh, we're trying something new. I have as no research. We approach uh, five years and two hundred episodes of this here show. Uh, it, it's it's fun to on occasion play with the form of the show. So we're going to do that here today. Laura does not know what we are about to watch. I have no clue. On top of that. We are going to watch it live, so you will be able to watch this with our commentary over it. So you can watch along at home and actually enjoy what we or enjoy. It's it's debatable based on what this is. Uh, what what are, are we watching watch, now? What we are watching, uh, a lot of it is lost. This is a small tidbit of what has been recovered. Okay. So we are going to watch it. We're going to go in blind and watch it. I love Money 3. And, uh, no. I'll, I'll tell you what. Give, give me some guesses. What do you think this is? Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, Let's so, do it a bit. <laughs> I, I was, I'm just telling you right now, a lot of it's lost. This is all that remains of it. Uh, it's something that you are semi-familiar with. Maybe not the, in this exact form, but it's definitely something you've heard of. Okay. And uh, we're going to watch... Another reason we're doing it this way is it's two minutes. Okay. It's two minutes long. So you can watch along with us this time for sure. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Close your eyes real quick. Because oh I want to make... I don't want to... Like the first frame of it is weird and like sometimes spoils it. So I'm just... Okay, ready? Editor Noah here. We did a bad job explaining what's about to happen here because it was our first time doing this. So let me jump in and explain what's about to go down. If you want to watch along with us this mystery video, please click the link down below and you can watch along as we talk over it. So you want us playing and you want this video playing. And I'll give you a countdown of when to start us back up. At this, try to do this at the same time. In three Two, one, play. Yeah. Okay, you can look. We're watching. Okay. No, why? Why is that Mr. McMahon's butt? This is Mr. McMahon's ass, the cartoon. What the cinnamon toast? Why? What? Why? His ass is playing the drums currently. What? But why? Mr. McMahon's Kiss My Ass Club. Thanksgiving Asserol. Yes, this is the Thanksgiving special of Vince McMahon's ass. Is that his real voice? It is. Alright, that's very Mysterio. 
turkey stuffed with organic... I have no idea who that's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot the soy getty and meatless balls. Hey, Veghead, Thanksgiving is about real turkey drippings and real butter stuffed with real <laughs> and real cranberry sauce. None of this vegetarian crap. Cranberry yeah. sauce is vegetarian. So his ass has a pilgrim hat. Pilgrim hat. Because of course, Vince McMahon's ass is a colonizer. And now he's kissing his ass. But luckily, I came prepared. He farted him into outer space. And his ass produced a turkey and carved it. Is that? Oh, he, oh! His ass is gonna make his a wish. His ass got the wish. Next time, Mr. McMahon's ass goes to Hollywood. A-list. Which celebrity puckers up for Mr. McMahon's ass? Mr. McMahon's ass is apparently going to play Hamlet. That's it. That's the whole thing. Why? But, but why? I, I, I can tell you why. Yes, I... But let's, let's first, of course, go through our, uh, our review here of, of what we've seen. So... Why? Because that's how the show works. Wherefore? Porqua! Uh, Mr. Mr. McMahon. Porque! And his ass that has arms walks down to the ring. They have a Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, I mean, half of this is theme song. Yes. Uh, then they sit in the ring. I've got to admit, I can't tell who he's with outside of Rey Mysterio, who's... who. I'm not even sure if that's supposed to be Rey Mysterio. It's just, um, it might just be man in a mask. It's got the cross. It does have the cross. And it's distinctly Rey Mysterio's mask. So I would assume, based on the time that this came out, this is probably Candace Michelle. Okay. Uh, and then, I think the waiter's just a waiter. And then there's like a super buff dude that I don't great think- Great cheekbones. It, great cheekbones, uh- I, th- I think this is supposed to be Candace Michelle and Tori Wilson. Okay. If I had to guess. I don't know who this large black man is. This might be Bobby Lashley. Maybe. But he seems to have like a goatee. I, I don't, I'm clearly not familiar with the time period this even. I, my guess, were I to wager a guess, would be early mid 2000s. Early mid 2000s. Very good. Based on the humor, the art style, and the personnel. Uh, well, there was, of course, Blues the, uh, this, this comes about in a few ways, the, the her show. All of them bad. All of them bad. Correct. Correct. So, uh, there was a time in professional wrestling where Vince McMahon had the Vince McMahon kiss my ass club. This I knew. So Vince McMahon's ass kind of became a character. Like in terms of wrestling, it was not like... It never, like, did anything. It was never sentient or anything like that. But there was a big to-do about Vince McMahon's ass. And the opening part of it is real audio of Vince McMahon just taken from the show. Right. Like, from wrestling shows. Like, he would pull his his pants down and be like, I can make my ass do tricks. And then he would squeeze his butt cheeks together and stuff like that. The reason this exists is... Michael Cole was in charge of like a lot of the web content stuff. And Michael no. He basically went to the writers like, we need to prove that we are viable. I want you to make a cartoon that Vince McMahon would like. 
Oh. And Vince McMahon has a puerile sense of humor at best. Yes. So Vince McMahon was pitched the story of Vince McMahon's ass. And his ass was given arms and semi-sentience. Does it speak? Does the ass speak? I don't believe it does. In this. We got it pulled up right here with a double check real quick. The ass is semi-sentient. He never speaks. He never speaks. He never speaks. Uh, Uh, There's a bit of a fun uh, prescient gag here, though. Yeah. Well, they're playing Ride of the Valkyries over him talking about what a real Thanksgiving is with real meat. Yes. Which is Daniel Bryan's theme in which, WWE. This would be pre-Daniel Bryan. I know, that's why it's like weirdly prescient. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan has famously been vegetarian and or vegan at various points in his career. Yes. Uh, I will say... Uh, Research. It, it took me a little bit of time to find this because they don't like this being posted on YouTube. Because it's dumb. Uh, so the YouTube version of this might not have clips. Uh, if you're listening to this on the audio version, it might. And if you're getting the Patreon version, you'll get the full watch-along experience. It'd be very nice. Uh, in any case, uh, they wanted to pitch a cartoon that Vince McMahon would like. Vince McMahon, along with loving his own ass, loves Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is actually his favorite holiday. I'm unsurprised. It Why? revolves around protein in America. Uh, it also uh, revolves around, around family. And uh, he didn't have a great home life, but uh, his wife's home life was better. So he loved being like at the family dinner for Thanksgiving. Yeah, nothing about him strikes Um, me as having a good home life growing up. So that's why Vince McMahon, of course, created Survivor Series to happen on Thanksgiving originally. So So that no one got to spend time with their families. So no one got to spend time with their families. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that based on how many times they did you know holiday raws or holiday smackdowns on the actual holiday on the actual holiday because <laughs> they did do a christmas day raw once yes now, usually those were pre-taped but not but always. they did one live yes i remember did. in fairly recent memory and then they also tried to do the whole day one thing where they always had on new year's day new year's day pay-per-view which is silly so while we only have two minutes of content here there were multiple episodes created, but they are unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you feel about this, lost to time. This reminds me of Mike Tyson Mysteries Without the Irony. Yeah, it's it's almost a, a similar uh, cartoon style as well, with the like single dot pupil eyes. Yes, it's the Hanna-Barbera-esque 60s look, mm-hmm. 70s look, the Josie and the Pussycat, Scooby-Doo... That, like, look. Yeah, had Vince's ass been voiced by Norm MacDonald, I think this would be a little bit more fun. Or Jim Rash. Or Jim Rash, yeah. He's also, he plays the gentleman ghost in Mike Tyson Mysteries. Uh, But there's not a lot of substance here. No, like, that was a two-minute thing, and 30 seconds of it was title sequence. this, This actually reminds me a lot of Bamamation. Yes, it's similar art style, similar but humor also, style. Yeah, and also because the humor comes from, like, someone kissed Vince McMahon's ass, which doesn't mean anything when it's cartoons. Yes. When William Regal actually kissed his ass, that was a grown man actually kissing Vince McMahon's ass. This is just a cartoon fantasy, so Vince McMahon can say more people kissed his ass. Yeah, this is very um, mid-2000s Adult Swim feel. Hmm. 
Okay. It's just, it's very interesting you said that. Why? Adult Swim is the reason that this has been pulled. Good. Adult Swim had another show called Assy McGee. Right. A cop that was just an ass with a gun and legs that could talk. Uh, Adult Swim sued the WWE over the IP of Assy McGee, saying that this was clear gimmick infringement. This is my new favorite moment in human history. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that lawyer. Could you imagine being the lawyer having to write this suit? Mm Mm-hmm. And how much you have to talk about Assy McGee and, like, the details that go into a lawsuit of, like, well, the part where Vince McMahon's ass pulls the wishbone mirrors the thing in season one, episode three, where Assy McGee does X. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, ah, they don't pay me enough for this. Some poor intern. (laughs) I got out of law school to stop watching Adult Swim. This, my my clerkship's really weird, guys. (laughs) So, uh, I have a, a follow-up, but uh, this is, is going to be a short episode. Yeah. Uh, what would be your verdict based on these two minutes of cartoon? Oh, stay tuned. This, you stay know doomed? What? No. No? Really? I'm waffening. You're waffening? Yeah. It's your favorite, oh, is that your favorite cartoon? <laughs> it's kind of stupid, but it's kind of fun. It's very stupid. I mean, I think as... I don't know that you could watch... I don't know that it has a lot of repeat value. No. I, th- I think as just a cartoon, like, let's watch a cartoon, this is terrible. I think this is very uh, telling about the life of Vince McMahon and how he sees things. Like, he, pr- he had people that he paid make a cartoon about his ass that he voiced, and he didn't give any of his talent speaking roles in this. He barely made them recognizable. He did not make them recognizable. Like, yeah, we're only 100% on Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I do not know who these other two women are for sure, and I have no idea who the other guy is. Yeah, and Mysterio, it's because he has a very distinct mask. Yeah. And it's like the little sideburn wings and the mm-hmm. cross. Because if it was a more generic mask, I wouldn't even know. Yeah, I'd be clueless. Uh, so it's a very self-indulgent self-flattering project that I'm sure Vince McMahon loved. I'm sure he thought this was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, and if you look at how he's drawn, he's drawn with huge shoulders, huge Mm -hmm. arms, uh, skinny waist, big old butt chin. Also, very interestingly, uh, for a cartoon, he's drawn with five fingers. So he is. Although... His butt does not have fingers. His butt, no, his butt has no, nothing. <laughs> they, they, his butt has Powerpuff Girl arms. So what I wanted to bring up, though, because okay. I find this very interesting, Cultaholic recently did a whole uh, retrospective on WWE animation. Mm-hmm. And we've watched a few episodes of Camp WWE. Storytime. Storytime is another one. Uh, There was also Slam City, which was a cartoon meant to sell toys. Yeah, and that one was actually, more than the other two, Slam City was actually aimed at children. Yes, that one was aimed at... Camp WWE and Storytime were decidedly not. Yes, that was adult cartoons. Uh, there was also the original, which is, of course, uh, the Hulka, the Hulkamania cartoon. 
uh, which is very Saturday morning cartoon looking. Probably uh, looks kind of similar to this. Yeah, but like... Or does very, it have more of the 80s? Very 80s the, is exactly the, what I was going to say. The 80s, like, G.I. Joe-esque. Yes. Because... He-Man-esque. It spawned by the fact that uh, Sergeant Slaughter was the first real person to ever be a G.I. Joe. Sergeant Slaughter was in the G.I. Joe cartoons and got a G.I. Joe action figure. Yes, uh, I actually did not know Sergeant Slaughter was really a person until I was 24. See, that reminds me of the whole... I genuinely was like, whenever he appeared somewhere, and we live in the Northeast, he would make appearances from time to time. I just thought it was a dude whose whole thing was that he just cosplayed this G.I. Joe character. (laughs) Like that Peter Griffin guy who comes to conventions. Yeah. Like, I thought that was just his whole... For me, that was so much more realistic than Sergeant Slaughter being a real person. Being a real human being. Because I, I did not really follow wrestling until I was an adult. Right. As you, When you mature, you get into more finer arts. <laughs> like professional wrestling. Uh, so, uh, what's interesting about that is that they were like, well... Sergeant Slaughter's doing well, uh, even though Sergeant Slaughter was not in the WWE when he was in G.I. Joe, just saying, uh, that they tried to make their own cartoon. It was on the WWE Network for like two days, hmm. if you remember, uh, because the scandal about Hulk Hogan came out. Oh, like, yes. Right after they uploaded it, because we watched it. Yes. It was terrible. Yes, it was. And I believe we were looking at it for this show. Yes. And then it was just gone. Uh, so... The the idea of uh, WWE cartoons went away for a bit, and then, of course, there was the Scooby-Doo mystery, the uh, WWE Jetsons, WWE Flintstones. Like, they did a bunch of, like, Hanna-Barbera property things. Yes. And uh, there, there was also that weird, like, CGI monster movie, like Grapple or something. Yes. It looked very cheap, but it got a theatrical release. Yeah, somebody was desperate. I'm going to guess that there was a kids movie delayed. Yeah. And that's why Grapple got a theatrical release because if you I don't think it was called Grapple, something like Grapple. <laughs> For just in case anyone's googling right now. Yeah, and I don't have my I don't have my computer in front of me cuz I was not armed with any I'm going to look it up on my phone. <laughs> yeah, look it up on your phone. Cuz it's going to bother me. Uh but one interesting thing uh I'm not, I will say this again if I have not said it yet, but Cultaholic did a great job uh, explaining all this stuff. Uh, there is... Rumble. You're Rumble. 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 Oh, this makes so much more sense. Rumble came out in 2021, so there genuinely was a lack of films of coming out. Of just anything, out. yeah. It got a holiday season release. But in 2021, a lot of things weren't coming out. Yes. It got crushed by Omicron and the holiday mm-hmm. in general. Uh, and Encanto, which was still doing quite well at that point. Which, which one of those do you think is a better film? Encanto or Rumble? I haven't seen Rumble. But definitely Encanto. <laughs> but, like, Encanto is fantastic. Uh, so, there, there was this pitch for a WWE cartoon. Which was going to be described as DuckTales-esque adventures starring Rey Mysterio. All right. Uh, dealing with that dastardly Eddie Guerrero. It, it would have been so nice to have that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for Dominic to enjoy. But 
on top so that of... So you could see his father fighting his father? Yes, exactly. Uh, but on top of just this show in general, I wanted to ask you, do you think the WWE should produce cartoons? I definitely don't want to say somebody should not produce a media at all. Uh, I think you could do... I, 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 I genuinely enjoy story time. Okay. Uh, especially, it's drunk history-esque. Yeah. I I think it absolutely could. I don't think... I think it's difficult. I think I'm okay with story time. I think the problem I have with it is... WWE never stops. It is an ever-growing story and ever-growing, like, canon It's a very events. difficult thing to do with storylines with, like... If you turn the hero of your cartoon heel... Exactly. Because I, I would say the only people I could think of that could have held down a cartoon in the last decade, New Day. Oh, yeah. A New Day a New cartoon would have made a lot of sense. And they've been pretty consistently baby faces their entire run. Yeah. Uh, except could, when they started. Except when they started and you could... You could also set it in a fantasy world of unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, it's New like Day removed could... from reality. And there actually were several uh, merch pieces with them in various cartoon yeah. designs. Yeah. Plus, they have a time machine. It would be very Wee Bear Bears. Kofi Kingston has idea. <laughs> Wait, no, I want this. <laughs> but the, the point I, I wanted to make is in Scooby-Doo... Is Kofi Ice Bear... Yeah, Kofi's Ice Bear. Sorry, I was thinking about Ice Bear. I could tell. I love Ice Bear. Uh, if the if you watch the Scooby Doo mystery, uh, the main characters in it, the main WWE characters, are the two biggest baby faces, John Cena and Sin Cara, <laughs> because they thought Sin Cara was going to be big with children. Sin Cara's always had that tattoo. Yeah, he's always he's always been the same person, uh, and. Sinkara became nothing. I remember uh, going to my open mic at the tap room, and there was a kid playing with WWE action figures. Right. And he was like, I got John Cena, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, and this guy. And it was Sinkara? And it was Sinkara, because he didn't know who it was. Yeah, because I remember going to a house show. Right. And Sinkara was heavily featured. But it was clearly Hunico in the mask? Yes, yeah. This is after Sinkara 1, Mystico, uh, had left the company. So it makes sense from a cynical standpoint for WWE to want these kinds of characters that they could control. Yeah. And if they were in a mask, uh, they could kind of just have these characters forever with right. different guys under the mask. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the issue with the cartoons, though, like, feelings towards wrestlers change. Yes. Beyond just, like, face or heel, they had trouble with the release of the Flintstones one because it featured uh, CM Punk Rock, which is a terrible pun. But the fallout of CM Punk made it very strange, and he was so featured that they couldn't yeah, get rid of him. And wrestling has a, a wrestling has a very high number of 
because of the nature of wrestling. Because it's such a weird blended art form where your character and your actual life are very easy to blend. Mm-hmm. Like you, uh, can we say that you're Scott Holiday on here? Oh yeah. yeah okay. I'm Scott Holiday. So, I mean, Scott Holiday and Noah Houlihan are very different people, mm-hmm. but I could understand where somebody who doesn't know you would think you were that cringy, cringy critter who just asked everybody to prom a la MatPat. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a link to that video in the description below. It's Join a short episode. Just put the whole video in. All right. <laughs> We're going to lose listeners, aren't we? Probably. You'd lose me. Cringe and, and <laughs> fold into themselves like a dying star. Enjoy! <laughs> in any case, uh, I just think that trying to create, like, cartoons with these characters can lead to so many problems. Yes. It's very interesting. Just because, like, as time changes, you're going to lose members of your roster to AEW. Like, WWE heavily features Paige. And that's something I don't think they were dealing with when this was produced. Right. Like, when you were telling me this was produced... WWE very much had a monopoly on professional wrestling. Yes. This is after the closure of WCW and such. And when I say professional wrestling, I mean career professional wrestling. Uh, It's a lot harder to cobble together a career based on just being able to do the indies, or at least was at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now there are more promotions. There are more uh, big promotions that are still technically independent. Mm-hmm. Your GCWs, your um, blanking. <laughs> your HTWs? Yes, but I'm thinking of like the biggest indie promotions. Yeah, your Impacts. You Impact. Your, yeah. Uh, Impact and um, obviously GCW come to mind. Mm-hmm. But. There's also just more of them. And I don't know if that's regional. We're in, like, Philly Metro, and there's a lot of wrestling going on. Well, it's also more accessible now. Yes. Like, now that there's YouTube and streaming of everything, everything's more accessible. Yeah, I mean, I have never gotten to see Effie live, but I've seen Effie matches. Yeah. Uh, Even though I've never gotten to see him live. Mm -hmm. So I can be a fan of someone who is not signed... Who I've never gotten to see live. Yeah. I just like Effie. It's a good shout. He was also also one I know I haven't seen live. Yes. Someday. Someday soon we'll go see Effie. So yeah, that's just my thoughts on on the cartoons. It's very difficult and like you'd have to... Like story time Gimmick changes too. Even just plain old gimmick changes could affect. Mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't have a cartoon revolving around Bray Wyatt. Even exactly. though he was consistently a heel, he was constantly a different type of heel. Yeah. And, like, unlike a video game where, like, you can make changes or, like, when it comes to, like, things changing, like, there's an agency with action figures and uh, video games where if a kid was, like, got their heart broken because uh, Seth Rollins turned heel... They can have Seth Rollins get beat up all the time now. Yeah. But if he was the star of their favorite cartoon and now he's evil, it's hard to watch that cartoon now because there's no agency over it. Yeah. So I think WWE could absolutely do cartoons 
Like story time. Story time, I think, works. For older audiences in general. Like, funny little vignettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my favorite WWE Network show was Ride Along. Yeah, Ride Along's fun. Uh, Ride Along, we've also kind of obviously cribbed for certain episodes of... Uh, I mean, what is On the Road with Plus Two Comedy, yeah. but Ride Along. We did it first. <laughs> For the record, Plus Two Comedy, uh, On the Road with Plus Two Comedy premiered way before Ride Along with the WWE. Where's my residuals? This is a whole Assy McGee situation. You gotta call Assy McGee's lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Give me Assy on the phone. That's gonna do it for today. We were trying something new. Let me know if you like this format of doing the watch-along thing, or if it was just like, eh, this is not what I come to stay doomed for. We'd like your feedback. Yeah. So let us know if you want more watch-alongs with Plus Two Comedy, and uh, we'll we'll do some more when we have these like little curios that we want to talk about. Yeah, because I, I can think of a couple that I have in the you know in my saved folder that I might like to do that are under 10 minutes like this and don't feel quote quote worth doing a full episode uh but we are heavily booked in the month of june gang yeah so we don't know what june's gonna look like we are going to do our best please bear with us at this time of great stress and come see us at the philly fan expo in june 2nd and 3rd at king crab's enchantment under the sea in Reading, new jersey on june 10th People who look strikingly like us at Anime Next in Edison, New Jersey on June 17th. And at the Too Many Games Expo in Oaks, PA in the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center on June 23rd through the 25th. And we're doing a lot there. So you probably can't go to that con and not see us. Not see us. You have to hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah. Be my friend. Yes, especially all you wonderful patrons. If you want to be a wonderful patron, head on over to patreon.com slash plus two comedy. And thank you to Matthew for being a super cool patron. Where can people find us? You can email us at thestaydoomedshow at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at staydoomed. And if you think my ass should get its own cartoon, I'm at plus two comedy. If you think that there is still a market for wrestling-themed adult cartoons, I'm at Prylorities. Until next time, stay doomed. Oh, ew, that was so gross.